Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, as always, TV's Noah Woolahan. Thank you so much for joining us. And before we get to our fantastic episode with Dino, I gotta tell you about some upcoming shows. This very weekend, that's May 15th through the 17th, we are heading up to Provincetown, Massachusetts for... Nauticon. So be sure to check that out. That's May 15th through the 17th. You can get the information at Nauticons with an S dot com. It's going to be fantastic. It's plus 21. The hotel is sold out. However, if you do want to come out, there are plenty of hotels in walking distance. And you're going to want it to be in walking distance because it's going to be tough to drive from Nauticon if you catch my drift. And if you don't, I'm not, I'm not explaining. Uh, also, if you want to just see me, I'm heading down to Wilmington, Delaware on May 20th. I am going to be at the 1984 Barcade, so be sure to come check that out. That is going to be May 20th, and that is located at 500 Green Hill in Wilmington, Delaware. It's called Comedy Brazil's Bonus Stage, so be sure to come to that. It starts at 9 p.m. We hope to see you there. Also, if you want to see us at a con, we got too many games coming up. We're doing three shows there. We're going to be doing stand-up comedy at midnight and our new show, Cutthroat Gaming. So be sure to come out to that. That's too many games in the Oaks Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Pennsylvania. So be sure to come out to that June 26th through the 28th. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. I promise. You might even see a wrestler that kind of looks like me. And finally, we are going to RyuCon. Yes, this is the first time I've mentioned RyuCon. RyuCon is a new con for us, and we are super excited to be going there. That's going to be July 10th at the Buffalo Niagara Convention Center in Buffalo, Niagara. Uh, so be sure to check that out. That's 153 Franklin Street in Buffalo, New York. Also, big thanks go out to all the folks at Wizard World. We had a fantastic show there. Thank you so much for having us, and thank you to all the fans that came out. And finally, we'd like to thank Amazon, our sponsor for this week. Please click the link below and shop as normal to support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. This has been a long one, and I apologize. So please, without any further ado, take it away, Kirby Crackle. ready for a podcast mildly ready mildly ready that's better <laughs> this you. is the plus two comedy podcast coming to you live from Adventureland in the world's strangest mall the Voorhees Town Center located at 2120 Voorhees Town Center Voorhees Township New Jersey I'm your host as always TV's Noah Houlihan I may have said that already and I'm joined as always by the Freddy Fastbear to my pizzeria Mr. Will Liam how you doing Will what does that mean you terrorize me Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Excellent. Our guest this week is the lead member, lead <laughs> member, I guess, of Cheap Dinosaur. Please give it up for Dino. <laughs> what, what's up? You oh. can talk now. Oh, oh, I, I said thank you. Oh, no, you yeah. didn't. No? Oh, I guess I we must have said it in the my tape. head. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I can see, see you it. spoke uh, or not. Oh, you are recording, aren't you? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. Oh, my gosh. So, Dino, welcome back to your old stomping grounds. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Uh, it's great to be back at the Echelon Mall. That's not what this is anymore. Oh, no? <laughs> it changed everything. <laughs> you know, it's the Voorhees Town Center. And yeah, now it's the world's strangest mall. Yeah. <laughs> it's the whole title. I mean, it was still strange when it was the Echelon Mall. Yeah, now it's a lot stranger, I'd say. Yeah. It's growing in strangeness. Mm-hmm. I don't believe the Echelon Mall had a dentist. Uh, I may, it might have. <laughs> it might I don't have. know my Echelon Mall history oh, okay. as well. And it used to have a pet store? It did have, it used to have a pet oh, store. I wish it had a pet store. It would be such a sad pet store. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> nope, not getting bought again today. We have, saw no people. <laughs> two fish and a bird that stopped moving. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it might not be dead. <laughs> and a snake that hung himself with himself. Yeah. He was a really creative snake. That is creative. 
<laughs> so, Dino, let's talk about Cheap Dinosaur instead of this mall. Mm. Tell us about oh. Cheap Dinosaurs. Well, yeah, uh, it's a band now. It didn't used to be a band, but it started out as just me, and I called it Cheap Dinosaurs, and uh, I make chip tunes with my Game Boy. Just have to say that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's instrumental music, and actually, I'm not the only one in the band that makes chip tunes, too. There's two other guys, uh, Joey Mariano also known as Animal Style, who makes his own music with Genesis and also with Game Boys. And you guys ever fight? Do we fight? Well... Because you made your Game Boy and he's Genesis. Not over music. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just just other things? <laughs> yeah, other general things. The other guy is called Paul Weinstein. No, he's called Chippocrit. His name is Paul Weinstein. <laughs> Very different distinction. There. I think so. And he also makes Game Boy music. But, you know... Drums, bass, guitars, and keyboards, and Game Boys, and Fast Tracker, and other nerdy stuff. Well, Did this band spontaneously happen? Well, not really. Because I've been to conventions. I've seen a dude set up shop, put his Game Boy down, put it, plug it into uh-huh. a, an amp he's got with him, mm-hmm. start playing music that he's just making on the spot. Yeah. The second dude will sit, then sit down, plug his amp in, start playing along with him. Before yeah. you know it, right. a band yeah. is full. Hmm. Saxophone shows yeah, up. <laughs> That's pretty. That's spontaneous enough. Um, No, uh, well, me and Joey were both making that kind of music at the time by ourselves, and we decided that we would just get together and play some music, and uh, you know, wrangled the drummer from my old band, also, and just kind of (laughs) started it up. Drug him in and forced him. (laughs) Pulled up in a van, black hood over the head. I had to call him like twenty times, pleading (laughs) with him. It's the same thing. That's the modern version of kidnapping. (laughs) Please, please, Bucky, come back. (laughs) We need you to drum. Now, I saw you years ago at the now defunct uh, video game expo. (laughs) Mm, VG Expo. Which. I look at all the time because I always wanted to, to see if it would make a return because the website still exists. <laughs> it's still there. It's still there, and there's yeah. a countdown to when the con is that is now just counting it's, up. It's, yeah, it's like in the negative. Years. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, it's like negative four years away. Awesome. Oh, hey. But I always thought it was really interesting because I remember reading your bio, and your bio was that you create music that was meant to reflect a Nintendo cartridge that wasn't working. Mm-hmm. That's that that is true. <laughs> You're not lying. What led you down that road? <laughs> hmm. yeah, it's a metaphor for life, isn't it? Is that the whole answer? I think so. <laughs> for mine, anyway. It's a metaphor. Your life is a broken Nintendo. <laughs> Pretty cartridge? much. You just you just need someone to blow you. <laughs> um, is that is that a sex joke? <laughs> yes. I, w- I truly wasn't yeah. expecting that. Thank you. I know. I probably shouldn't have said it in this store full of children. Or at all. But it was... (laughs) Well, they're they're adult children, at least, so... (laughs) None of the children heard it or understand... Or know what a Nintendo is. Let's be real. I think we're okay. (laughs) But what what inspired you to go down the route of doing video game music? Jeez, I don't know. I love video game music. I just always have, and... even Even when I wasn't writing music that was with a video game it was always kind of influenced by that music to begin with so every time I ask Dino a question his eyes go wide like this is something he's never considered (laughs) I could have just not been doing this (laughs) I could have been a lawyer (laughs) how long have you been doing this how long um since about 2004 2004, so that would be 11 years now. Well, yeah, but it wasn't always in the same band, actually. I I was in a different band. Actually, there's somebody from that band in the audience right there named Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Uh, Can uh, I tell you, there's one person in the audience that I don't know, and I wasn't sure who you were referring to. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? (laughs) I wonder who it's going to (laughs) be. So what's, uh, what's next for Cheap Dinosaur? Uh, well, we're recording an album right now. Cool. Uh, all of us. It's the arranged version of a soundtrack that I wrote to a game called High Strangeness, which is actually coming out on May 6th. Oh, wow. High Strangeness? High Strangeness. High Strangeness. Yeah. It's not what you think. No, I have no. I, I don't have a thought about <laughs> oh, it. No? I have no idea. Mm. What, so it's what not is nothing. It? Oh. <laughs> That's true. It's not nothing. All right. It ain't nothing. Well, tell us about the game. Oh, uh, it's a, it kind of, 
It's like a three-quarter overhead style game where you can switch between 8-bit and 16-bit graphics, and huh. it, it does uh, the world reacts differently depending on where you are. That's interesting. Cool. So you have to if you downgrade the quality, it uh, it affects gameplay. Yeah, like for example, some of the enemies move a little bit slower, and different parts of the level are revealed. Oh, that's neat. You know. And uh, like a computer won't work in the eight bit <laughs> world, but in sixteen bit land, you can go ahead and you know type it up and open the bridge and whatnot. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Hmm. So when did you say that was coming out? May sixth. May sixth. Yeah, oh, that's wow. soon. What am I playing this on? Uh, Wii U and Steam. Wow, oh, on a computer. Computers. <laughs> the Steam own computers now. Did that just happen? I think so. Okay. Yeah, but basically. Yeah. <laughs> I think I can buy computers on Steam. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Well, fin- finally a reason to own a Wii U. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's the only reason, really. <laughs> I can attest to that. The one reason. Just get the Wii U, get the game, get the soundtrack. Don't get any other games. No. There's no- and then <laughs> I think great. you can still check the weather, so. That'll yeah, I think yeah. you can still check the weather you on can. it. You can make a me. <laughs> and you also have a show coming up, I believe? Yes, May 23rd in Philadelphia at the Boot and Saddle. What's the what's is it just a a band or a, I know it's just your band sure. but but is it a festival or is it just you? It's just uh, we're playing the show and there's some other bands and we're kind of still working out who else is playing but that's all I got for now. <laughs> that's you all are I know. So mysterious, do you know? <laughs> um, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that was a compliment, but no, I think that's good. All right, cool. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so. I've seen your show, and it's it's uh, it's very seizure-inducing. Mm-hmm. Could, you, could mm-hmm. you tell us what someone could expect going to your show? Mm, lots of uh, pixelated graphics flashing on a huge screen, or a small one, depending on where you are. It could be small, it could be huge. Or how far away you are from it. Yeah, if you're really far away, it's not going to look that impressive. Yeah, but if you get up close, it like, looks pretty big. It looks great. Just don't get too close, because you get in the way of the projector. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big shadow in the middle of the show. <laughs> what is this? This is awkward. <laughs> now, w- when people think chiptunes, they think video game music. Are you covering video game songs, or are you making your original stuff? Uh, sometimes, actually. What's your favorite thing? To, what's your favorite game to go to? My favorite game to cover music from? Yes. Jeez, uh, I've done so many. Uh, currently, uh, I like to play the theme song from the Genesis game Lawnmower Man. I love the movie. What? Game sucks. <laughs> the music's good, though. Alistair Brimble. First off, I didn't even know this game existed. Oh, you don't need to. <laughs> yeah, but Lawnmower Man came out in a time when, like, if the if a movie came out, there was a game. There had it. to be a game. That's true. That's true. Lawnmower Man is a story about a, lo- a kid that used to mow lawns who gets sucked in a computer? Mm, no, he doesn't get sucked in. He projects himself in the end. Spoiler he- alert. <laughs> it's been years, and I, I don't even know the core concept of this film, so it's fine. But I have no idea what this is about. He, he projects himself into the computer? Yeah, he, he's, uh, he's not that smart to begin with, but then somebody starts <laughs> experimenting on him with all this virtual reality technology, and he just he gets so smart that he can like lift chairs with his mind and stuff, and then he just projects himself onto the Internet. And I believe there was a sequel to that film, Oh, right? yes. Don't watch it. <laughs> right. It's bad. And the game's bad, too? Eh. <laughs> it's not that so, great. So nothing's good about this but the music? Yes. The music of the that game That you then is good. take and improve? Yeah. Hey, you know, the theme song is great. It's very moody. It's kind of dark, but it, it's also kind of uplifting in a way. That's kind of what I'm all about in terms of music, I guess. Being dark and uplifting? Yeah, something that's kind of... It makes you think a little bit about stuff that isn't so nice... But it gives you a good spin on it, you know? It's hopeful. Okay. <laughs> like, maybe the game will work this time. Possibly. Maybe Hopefully. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe you are hoping that the game doesn't work. <laughs> so you just oh, thank God I don't have to play this anymore. <sighs> <laughs> it was like that with the Friday the 13th game. Oh. I love that the opening song on it. So or the good. only song on it, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but that game was atrocious. It's, yeah. It's, it's bad. The song's great, though. I love yeah. that song. Yeah. I believe in that game there's like five characters you can choose from and mm. the black character has less health than the rest of them. Oh. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Jeez. 
I'm <laughs> sorry, Dean. Being true to the game or to the movie, I don't know why it's not the game's fault. <laughs> like anytime, like you have to make a Nintendo game for a movie, he's that guy's free of criticism. Yeah, because you're like, why did this happen? I don't know. You make a game out of it. <laughs> I got four colors to work with. They go in one direction. <laughs> Video games have only existed as a genre for three and a half <laughs> yeah, years at this want? point. Mm. No one knows what they're doing. After this, I'm writing the book on how to do this. <laughs> That's an excellent point. Thank you. So we like to geek out on this show, and uh, we do it with the segment called What You Watch and What You Read and What You mm. Playing, mm. where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. <laughs> Dino. You're new to the group. What have you been watching lately? What have I been watching lately? Oh, I'm the kind of boring guy that just goes home at 2 in the morning and passes out watching Star Trek. All right, that's, that's a good answer. Which, wait, which Star that. Trek? Yeah. Oh, The Next Generation. Uh, that's, or, the, that's the correct answer. Don't ruin it. Don't ruin it. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a sideline in there and say that Voyager isn't that bad either. I, uh, Voyager. I liked it, and then time travel happened, and then it wouldn't stop happening. Mm, yeah. Once you open that, that door, with yeah, time that's travel. the problem. Is then it became like, well, time travel exists. Yeah. They could solve the problem with this. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that she hates it, though. She's annoyed well, by time travel. My, the ending of Voyager is my favorite ending ever. It's, it's great. She just goes back in time from the, the effed up future. Mm-hmm. It just starts blowing. They're like, what about the prime quantum, di- like the, t- the prime time director? She's like, I don't care. Uh, this it. show done. I'm <laughs> sick of this crap. <laughs> We're leaving. <laughs> and she just takes everybody home. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's just all go home. All right, lady from the future. <laughs> well, they in the future they because it takes them like seven years or seventy years or. Uh, yeah, it took them a long time. Some long span of time to get home because mm. they got transported out to the Delta Quadrant. That's right. Yeah. I believe this is the plot of Flight to the of the Navigator right now. Probably. Ooh, Flight of the Navigator. That's a good movie. It's great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right, well, what are you watching? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, uh, I use Next Gen to fall asleep, too. Hey. I just wanted to affirm that it's, it's my ambient. It's, it's, awesome. a, it's a great lullaby. Everyone's so, like, calm and soft-spoken. and not. Mu- they're all, like, Shakespearean actors, but they're just very, like, it's just soothing. <laughs> no one gets upset. It's just, shh, shh. Yeah. They seem like great people. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they are. You'd like to fall asleep in a room with them? <laughs> yeah, there's not a not a cast member from Next Gen I wouldn't trust to fall asleep in a room with. Oh, yeah. They're all great people. Uh, maybe not. The chick that played Troy seems a little mm. unstable. And sometimes. Some, later on, in the movies, when they did the movies. Was Next Gen the one that Whoopi Goldberg shows up in? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to fall asleep with Whoopi Goldberg. Are you kidding me? Well, she's wonderful. I, she's, what's wrong with you? <laughs> she's she's got to do research for the. She's got to get up early and do the view. Mm. Like her alarm's gonna wake me up. Is it the shaved eyebrows? Yeah. No. Is it, is it Noah? <laughs> I just don't like the view. So, next gen's not my thing. I uh, I checked out. There's a new. I. Keep checking, going to Netflix because I don't have regular TV. I have Hulu, Netflix, yep. HBO Go, and every time <laughs> the Holy Trinity of <laughs> online television. <laughs> well, now apparently there's Yahoo streaming, yes, and they're like, the we have o- a show, and I'm like, I don't care, Yahoo. They Whoa. have Community though. Do they? Yeah, that's where Community went. Oh, they tricked us. Yes. <laughs> I just use GorillaVid. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, okay, it's it's illegal. Oh, oh. wow. <laughs> Cause it, well, there's also I won't check that out when no, I get don't. home. No, absolutely not. <laughs> you also got your Amazon Instant mm-hmm. and Crackle if you want to watch Jeopardy reruns. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Netflix just dumped a bunch of new stuff. One of them, it's a BBC miniseries, and I they England likes miniseries. Z-z-z-z. I think four S's at the end. Oh, okay. And uh, yeah, or you pronounce it that way. Yeah, miniseries. What's the miniseries on, Will? <laughs> it's called Our World War. It's three hour-long episodes about World War I soldiers, which is interesting because you never see World War I stuff. It's always World yeah. War II. My problem with it is that I watched the first one, and the first 20 minutes is like setting up these characters, like their background and who's friends with who and what their problems are. I'm like, oh, that's gonna, that has to happen. That's how you handle a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, then by the end of the episode, all of, but one of them is dead. 
And then the the, the follow up is just like uh, and the British defended blah blah blah. That guy that lived died four years later, and that's the end of this story. I was like, what? Written by George R. R. Martin. Yeah. Well, there are four separate episodes that have nothing to do with each other, which would be fine, but you don't need 20 minutes introducing characters that don't matter at the end. But you, you need to care that they die. Will, have an emotion. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, don't. Good, good decision. I'm upset. That's an emotion. Do you know, Will loves to talk about history, and I apologize for his... Um, that's, that's okay with me. I love history. I'm okay about that. All right, you got the Dino stamp of hey. approval, yeah. so I'll let you slide again this week. I, I started <laughs> off by talking about history anyway. The history of Voorhees. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, we already hit our history quota, Will. I'm right there with you. Uh, I just got recommended a show. It's on uh, YouTube. It is an Onion original, and it is called Sex House. This was the most confusing show I have ever seen. It is a fake reality show about a bunch of people locked in a house and it's supposed to be like a real-world parody or a, a Jersey Shore parody. It's like, oh, we're going to put a bunch of teens in a house and they'll get crazy. Uh, so the first like girl comes in. She's like, yeah, I'm ready to get wild and crazy. And then a buff guy comes in. Yeah, I'm ready to get crazy. And then this, Not wild, though. And then this old guy comes in. He goes, I won a contest from a tombstone <laughs> pizza. <laughs> Whoa. Does he make tombstone pizza jokes? <laughs> now, now here's Those are due to come back. I'm sitting down, and I'm so ready to watch this, like, weird parody. It's not a comedy. (laughs) It's a horror movie. It Hmm. turns into this insane, horrifying show about people locked into a house while a host yells at them and tells them to have sex. Whoa. I'm not sure if it was good. Uh, (laughs) that, That was my overall feeling. Was I was like, all right, I'm going to give it another episode. They're only seven minutes long, so I might as well give it. I don't know if I'm enjoying this. This is really uncomfortable <laughs> and horrifying. <Ooh. laughs> it's only ten episodes. Give it a shot. You'll finish it in an hour. <laughs> but it was definitely one of the weirdest experiences that I've ever had with a YouTube web series. So darn you, Onion, for making me think. Dastardly Onion. So, Tino, I'm going to throw it back to you. Oh, hey. What you reading? What am I reading? Well, I'm going back and forth between two things right now. Uh, for fiction, I'm actually rereading this book called Vacuum Flowers. Hmm. I have no idea what no, that is. It's, it's kind of old. It's like, it's actually a really great story, uh, but I'm refreshing my memory on it right now. Uh, somebody wakes up with really no memory of what's going on in a on a... In a laboratory, and they turns out that they have this personality that's been inserted into them. It's like they don't know what their original personality was, but uh, she's a prototype. Okay. Because people, I guess, in the future, they can inject personalities into each other and become like totally different people and whatnot. (laughs) Yeah. And the other thing is, uh, gosh, just technical stuff about uh, processing programming language, so I can. Do some graphics. <laughs> <laughs> so you can make more broken video game graphics? More of them. <laughs> I, was, I was working on it on the train over, too, so it's always a work in progress. So it's called Vacuum Flowers? I'm vacuum sorry, I'm not flowers. done with that. Vacuum Flowers, yeah. The, have you gotten to the point where the title's explained? Yes. Oh, I mean, I've read it before. I'm rereading it. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm rereading it. Uh, uh, the Vacuum Flowers are these flowers that grow in a vacuum, and she ends up, uh, one of her jobs being the person who cuts the vacuum flowers off the side of the dome. Okay, so... <laughs> now the, there's a dome? The uh, flowers themselves... I forget. I'm not, I'm not there again. The flowers themselves are not vacuums. No, no, no. They're they not just vac- grow They can grow in, in a, in a vacuum. vacuum, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought they needed carbon dioxide. Mm, I think they... Yeah, they make oxygen. Yeah, I think that's so then important. then they wouldn't be a vacuum. You anymore. know, I'm really not sure about the science this behind it. This whole book is falling apart. <laughs> It is falling apart, too. It's an old book. (laughs) (laughs) Read it a few times. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can get get past the idea that you can inject a personality into me, but But simple photosynthesis (laughs) is not something I'm willing to let go of. Fair enough. Yeah, burn Um, the book. Get rid of it. You know, I was about to. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, now you're doing it because I'm, I'm doing you it. To. I have to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm going to go home, stick it in a giant ashtray, and just. <laughs> Up it done. goes. Take that you should have sent us pictures because I'd love for that to be the picture of this episode. Okay. Like, what's on fire? I got to listen to this and figure out what they ended up doing. No, it's vacuum flowers. Of course. I thought. I had a feeling. You know what else can't exist in a vacuum? Fire. Oh. That's true. Uh-oh. That'd be great if it just wouldn't burn. Like, I guess this book is in a vacuum. Mm. It thought of everything. How about you, Will? What are you reading? Uh, I finally got around to start. Well, I started a series. I don't know if I'll keep going uh, of books that people have been telling me to read for a while. It's the uh, Dresden Files. Oh mm. yes, I'm a, I, I played the LARP. Yeah, I, I have. This time <laughs> so cool. And it, I didn't like it at first because I'm very picky about. I like supernatural stuff, but I like more uh, Lovecraft, um, Hellboy, where stuff's a little more subtle, and then it kind of gets big towards the end. And gotcha. This one's a little mo- more like supernatural, where it's kind of everywhere. Yeah, and it's just everything. But it, and I didn't think I'd like it because it was so similar to supernatural. But it's starting to grow on me the more I listen to. I'm sorry, I'm listening to. Yeah, th- every time I say reading to you, yeah, I, I assume audiobook. I can't read. How far into it are you? About halfway. Halfway through the series or the first book? First book. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. It was like eight hours. <laughs> yeah. Like four hours in. But it's, it's not bad. The sty- and I don't know if it's because of the dude reading it doesn't help because it, it feels like it was written for like a kind of uh, noir, dark kind of thing. But the guy mm-hmm. reading it's kind of just like this. Mid- he seems like he could be my accountant. He's just this middle-aged guy. Like, not, it's not Harrison Ford. It's just there is nothing worse than listening to an audiobook and someone trying to do voices that shouldn't. They just yeah, that is the worst. Just like, and then he said, "Are there, Polly? Oh. No, no, no." Well, he they do, and I think it's because Jim Butcher, I think, writes them, and I think he's lonely, and I think he needs a woman in his life because almost every character Dresden deals with is a is an attractive woman that wants to sleep with him in some way. Mm. Well, it's noir. I know, and I get that. But the well, dude... when has there ever been a detective story where it was just <laughs> some guy sitting behind a desk and be like? I heard her walking in down up the steps, each footstep sounding like an elephant. <laughs> she turned sideways as she walked through the door. I her, wanted you to describe her with two peg legs. Her, <laughs> Just the thump, her long, thump. unshaved legs. Barely hidden under a miniskirt that was actually just a long t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds great. She smiled at me, lipstick all over her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> the ones that weren't stained yellow. <laughs> this is pretty good. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> I read this. Good stuff. Add like a fairy and a wizard. I then told her to leave. That's how that story <laughs> would end. Nah, I have she... a very dangerous case for you. Well, I don't care. <laughs> the attractive woman's the one I'm willing to get she... in trouble for. And somebody was like, when's the last time an attractive woman came to talk to an alcoholic, unemployed wizard? He's like, not often. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> None of these film of noir guys are appealing. I don't, <laughs> yeah. I'm not a woman, but they seem like they just reek of Jim Beam. They have no money, yes. and they don't shower. It never and they're happens. the only one that could possibly help in this situation. <laughs> that ends with the girl turning and murdering him. Within their price range, maybe. Yeah, I guess, yeah. <laughs> we got to work on this. We need, we need the, the unattractive noir story. I want him to be real unattractive, too. Well, that's every noir story. All right, good. He's good, never good. dashingly handsome. It's true. So, uh, it's all relative. So I've been reading. Uh, I, I, I wanted to get into uh, Power Girl. So I got Don't the, we all? Oh, Paul. Ah. Was, that, was that a sex joke? <laughs> you were the <laughs> one who made the joke. <laughs> but uh, I got her original uh, origin story. And it's miserable, like (laughs) unreadable miserable. Mm. The very first panel is her stopping a crime. And the first word bubble is, if you think she looks good now, (laughs) read a few more pages. (laughs) It's like, what? Is this because I I read a Power Girl comic and they tried to justify her boob window 
and it was so well. Uh, it's the the book I have. It's a collection of all of her origin stories because apparently they realized that one was garbage, <laughs> and then they made some new ones, all trash. And yeah, they're all pretty bad because uh, I I know the the she's looking for a symbol. Well, she didn't like the S because she did she couldn't stand up to or she couldn't she didn't want to be try to be Superman. So instead of just having it blank, she just ripped it off. Yeah, it was like that's fine. I actually thought that there was one where she wanted a symbol for her, but she felt empty, so she didn't have one. Maybe that was it. was equally terrible. But, like, the one I was reading, which is pretty much just unreadable, it's before, it's it's in the golden age of comics, so it's before they knew how to write comics. So, like, she's chasing somebody in a car, and, <laughs> and well, she's not in a car, she's chasing a car, oh. and... Uh, over the radio, uh, the boss of this bad guy is like, you got to get to the hideout. It's here, here, and here. And Power Girl goes, he doesn't know that my super hearing was able to pick up on that. It's like, we couldn't, we didn't know how to write that. You couldn't just have her like a picture of her ear, of her listening. She had to distinctly say what her power was <laughs> and how it was caused that she could hear that. It's just, oh, it's miserable. And then she stops a crime and takes a nap. Well, that, that's yeah, what happens in the first one. You would get tired. But she's power girl. She's not, she, yeah, it's not like she gets power from the sun or anything. Does she take power naps? It was a power Ooh. nap. It was a power <laughs> Thank you, Dino. You're welcome. Well, her, her origin story is just she's from Krypton. So actually yeah. she does get power from the yeah, sun. Yeah, that was the joke. Oh. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Was that a sex joke? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm also sick of this uh, he can jump uh, or she can jump uh, large bu- buildings in a single bound. Mm-hmm. It's not jumping when you can fly. He couldn't. Superman couldn't always fly is where that comes. I don't know why they hang on to that. Oh, really? He couldn't always fly? Originally, he, Krypton was just a bigger, either a bigger planet or just had more gravity. So he was just stronger. That so actually he, makes more sense. Yeah, so he couldn't fly. He could jump really high. Yeah. And they added a million powers. <laughs> because that wasn't super enough. Yeah, that was boring. Now you can just fly. Well, I think it was just... It's, uh, they cover it in The Death of Superman a little bit. Back when he was first created, they're like, he's how strong? No one's ever drawn that before. That's crazy. Yeah, now laser eyes. What? I've never imagined that. <laughs> now he can fly. Oh, my God! <laughs> he is a Superman. And 60 years later, they're still trying to make that work. <laughs> Looking Gosh, now the NES game makes a lot more sense because you can jump as high as the screen. For some <laughs> yeah, reason. that's that's the maximum. Yeah, well, he transferred over to flying pretty early. I think the black and white show he could still fly. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, flying in an, a, a Super Nintendo game was not something that they were willing to <laughs> to put the time and effort into figuring out how to make look good. Too many lines of code. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Flying in a two-dimensional space is not impressive. Not really. It's more of floating. <laughs> yeah. You need the super effects, man. Yeah. Mario was the first one to nail it. Because a raccoon. They mm-hmm. fly. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Do you know they got that big tail? It's yeah, like, why wouldn't oh. they? Yeah. You spin so you don't fall as the fast. The first time you see a raccoon spin flying at you, you're going to freak <laughs> out. They always do that. <laughs> they always do that. Right? Oh. <laughs> See, this is another great... We should make a live-action Mario movie, and when he gets the leaf, he, we just get an actual r- raccoon. A little hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with, a, with a hat, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just throw him in sh- spinning <laughs> motion. Throw that raccoon at people. <laughs> we went through, like, 20 raccoons. Mario! <laughs> <laughs> we didn't buy them from, like, a guy. We just rounded them up. <laughs> just leave a couple sandwiches out. Yeah. yeah. We got them in traps. Yeah. So, Dean, I want to throw it back to you. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Don't say your own music. No, I won't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I've really only been playing Tetris. I'm sorry. I'm such a boring person. Sorry. I mean, Tetris is the the greatest addiction. It's so great. Did you get a little Tetris in at the Franklin Institute? Uh, Actually, I didn't get anything in at the Franklin Institute. If you guys saw me there, I was just there the whole time by myself. You had a good room. I I like that room. I do, too. I love airplanes. He was in the airplanes room at the Franklin Institute. You should give more detail what the hell you're talking about. So right last now. Friday they had the, uh, <laughs> I forget what it's called. Whoa, uh, the Science Festival kickoff. Yes. Yeah. And they, uh, it, was in a, it was a 21 plus after like 8 or 9 o'clock Lots event. of drinking. 
Yeah, not, well, not by me. They had beers you could get, or uh, these people who a couple I went to high school with were running a some kind of experiment. Basically, the idea was they had quinine and then some other big chemical ingredient to gin. And if you tasted them based off of your genetics, you'd mm. either taste nothing or you'd hate it. Whoa. Or some varying degree. And then you'd let them know how, and they'd be like, oh, so they could figure out what percentage of people are this and that. And then when you're done, they're like, and have a little gin and tonic. Oh. And so they had two areas. <laughs> and I was basically doing like a Homer Simpson <laughs> or a Family Guy. I forget which one. I'm pretty sure they both They both did done it. it. And I just yeah. kept wandering back like, oh, an experiment, eh? <laughs> I'd love to learn. <laughs> oh, let's do some science. Thank you for that gin and tonic. I'll grab one for the girlfriend. Does not like gin and tonic. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess I'll drink this for you. Oh, your gin and tonic's empty. I better go do another experiment. <laughs> so you would taste nothing or you would hate it? Yeah, it was either so like. So there's no good result. Mm. It's never like, this is delicious. It's either, yeah, either nothing or, oh my God, this is awful. Either water or disgusting. And what was your genetics? Uh, mine was water, so I was just loving those gin and tonic. And what was that chemical? <laughs> Quinine, and then I don't know, the yeah, cyanide yeah, the or something. Cyanide, oh, hey. My you know, favorite experiments like start with, yeah, hey, like drink almonds, this chemical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought about that <laughs> after I had, because quinine, I, I know, but the other one, they're like, it's blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this was just chemicals? <laughs> Delicious chemicals. Mm. Watery chemicals. They could have said, you know, hydrogen dioxide. And yeah. I wasn't paying attention. That's quite possible. And I was like, shut up and give me the gin and tonic, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you playing Tetris on? On my Game Boy, obviously. Like obviously. old school brick? I, absolutely. Really? Yeah. How do you fit that in anything? You mean like in my like bag? Yeah, <laughs> like old school, like gray, or do you have like a? I have a gray one, but I usually bring my green one out. Oh yeah, yeah. Will has a long history with a, a green Game Boy. Oh, yeah. is it? The, mine was a, a Game Boy Color. Ah, I had a lime green Game Boy oh, the Color. Lime green. Yeah, nice. With uh, Pokemon Yellow, and then I saw someone at a convention cosplaying a lime green Game Boy Color with Pokemon Yellow in the back, and I, Wait. Ga- I gave it to them. That's crazy. Yeah, they were cosplaying a. Game Boy game of Pokemon and not no, like Pikachu a, or a something? Game Boy, a physical a box. Physical they, got, they were a cardboard box. Specifically with Pokemon. The line, Yeah, with Pokemon <laughs> Yellow in the back. And that, I went, that's crazy. Have that's, this. That is something else. <laughs> and then for like two weeks, I was like, I really wish I hadn't given yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really want that back. They, they already were the thing that you were giving them. Yeah. Yeah, they already <laughs> had it. I could have been like, look, I have it too, and walked away. <laughs> but he was probably walking around like, I had a baby. Oh. <laughs> well, they're like, what that's is this? Gross. And then just threw it out. <laughs> There's no back on the battery cover. They just fall out. Ooh. Oh, they'd have to change their costume? Like, yeah, oh, crap, we got to rip the bag out of this. <laughs> it doesn't match. So, Will, what have you been playing? The, uh, see, the only thing I've had time to play is my favorite, my new favorite game, Smash Up. Oh, you played more Smash Up? I will advocate mm-hmm. this game nonstop, and I need more expansions because it turns out I, I hadn't owned it for a while. All my friends owned it. And I bought it, and I opened it up, and I realized without the expansions, you fill about, like, one-eighth of the box. They planned for you to get the expansions. Oh. So I just, it's like two little slots are filled out of, like, 20. Those clever jerks. Well, video games get away with it. Why can't a board game prepare for (laughs) DLC? That's a good point, but, like, you don't see. No, I guess you do see where you can put the downloadable characters. (laughs) Empty slots. Mm. It, It was just sad when I was like, I can't wait to. Is something missing? I got ripped off. Did Did you play Tetris at the Franklin Institute? I did. I did you play it on a building? Is that what they did? No, they had it. It's the main one with like godlike Benjamin Franklin marble statue in the middle, and yeah. then they had Tetris projected up on the corners. Oh, that sounds awesome. And then, how did you get into the building? Well, that I, was the entrance. Obviously, I was there before they set it up. Well, I had to set myself. That up, makes didn't a I? lot of sense and is very sad. <laughs> yeah, obviously, well, I know I didn't get to do anything actually. <laughs> I, I was very sad. Live action, Ted. They had like block giant block Tetris. What? You're yeah. pulling my leg. I'm not. I was there. <sighs> and they had get, <laughs> I'm oh, getting yeah. there because there was an unpleasant woman that was just uh, Bogart and all the block Tetris time, <laughs> and she's like, "You want to play Tetris?" I'm like, "Yes, but not with you." <laughs> <laughs> Go away, and I have friends. And then uh, the in the planetarium where they, they have the big star projector, they put Galaga up. So instead oh, of wow. crappy real stars, you could see Galaga stars. The actual That's real stars. That's spectacular, though. Yeah. yeah the re- 
and play. Yeah, it was, it was, and then they were playing. There was uh, a DJ, I guess. No, yeah. that was not a DJ. That was Joey Mariano. Well, How I dare didn't you? know that. <laughs> he's the he's the guy I was telling you about that makes uh, Genesis music. Oh, that okay. was all his original compositions. Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I'm sorry. I didn't right. jump in all over. And if you got a perfect game, I had a lot of wonder too. to take it. I didn't have time to learn everyone's name. Uh, I was just upset that you called him a DJ. Yeah. Well, if he was a DJ, he would have yelled any, his name after every track. Not that there's anything yeah, wrong with that. you should have put that together. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was more respectable. He didn't do that. And I believe uh, you got a perfect game. You unlock Devil Kazooa. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. Tekken fans? No? No, no. no. Internet? Hello? Internet. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't actually forget. There was, there's a building in Philadelphia that they actually did project uh, Pong on. That, actually, that was not a projection. They wired up the lights, the individual yeah. lights on there. I was there. So each, each I, light was like a, a, a paddle and the, yeah. you saw the ball, and it was just like turning off lights in different rooms. Exactly. And then an article came out on April Fool's Day, so I should have figured this out, <laughs> that they were going to do it with Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this sounds amazing. Uh, when you said that wasn't a projection, I really thought you were just going to say it was real. It was real. <laughs> and then they made a documentary about it, and they're making a movie with Adam Sandler. I, Tetris the movie. <laughs> Wait, Tetris the movie? No, it's no, a bunch pixels. of yeah, it's, video games. Oh, oh, right, of course. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Look they already do. Wasn't that a Futurama episode? Yep. Yeah. That's, okay. But now we get to see it with uh, Paul Blart, Mall Cop. That Wait, was, his character is in there, or just probably? The I don't know. Does He's Kevin always, James have another character? He's got the one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. He takes the mustache off. Like, <laughs> I'm different now. <laughs> But that was the entire, like, they're like, look, nerds, we made a movie for you. And they're like, Futurama did it. Yeah. And no one cared. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, uh-oh, that was kind of the demographic. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the little guy from Game of Thrones. We don't care. <laughs> Again, we are not the demographics. Yeah. Whoever's watching Paul Who really Bart. Is? Yeah. Oh, okay. It, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's pretty we're good. still, we were, we're a little old for, for like, Pac-Man. A little. A little old? Like, we're, we're the end of that I don't think I was alive. I'm sorry, a little young. Yeah, We're a little on. young for sorry. Uh, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Speak for yourself, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm super backwards today, and I apologize to everyone who's listening to this. Uh, but I've been playing something that turns out wasn't a game. Yeah. Listen to this fun story. Uh, I'm not <laughs> sure if you heard, but they officially announced Five Nights at Freddy's 4. I did hear that. Yes. Yes. So a a picture ch- came up on scottsgames.com. Oh, did you do the rea- the alternate reality game? I thought I did. Ooh. Yeah, tell us. All right. So <laughs> this sounds like it's a, sad a picture story. of an evil-looking uh Freddy Fazbear with other like Freddy Fazbear faces on him and uh he's holding like the the hat and he looks all torn up and if you look through the source code Everything is kind of like jumbled up and looks wrong because there's a bunch of eights and sevens added to the source code. And it's like, oh, okay, the bite of 87. This all makes sense. Mm. Then somebody found out that if you took all the eights and sevens out of the source code, put them in order, and put them into Google Maps, it was a pizza place. What? (laughs) In Fredericksville that was only open... Five days a week. I was like, well, this is it. And then, like, you're kind of like, I'm going through the website. I'm like, here we go. Oh, this is going to be great. We're going in. Oh, this you're going in. This is going to be great. They've been open oh, for, like, 26 years. That's interesting. Okay. Going through. Let's see here. There's a slideshow. All right. That oh, oh, Let's look through all the pictures and stuff like that. Very interesting. Oh, there's reviews here. Let's see. Oh, one of the reviews says that they've been attacked by a robot fox. This is legit. <laughs> I better call this pizza place. So <laughs> I called, and I was like, and they're like, hey, yeah, the pizza. And I said, hey, uh, my name's Noah Houlihan. I'm from. <laughs> oh, my God, the <laughs> Noah Houlihan. <laughs> Comedy heartthrob Noah Houlihan. <laughs> I'm from Plus Two Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if you heard, because like, I'm not sure if they're like in on it. Uh, I'm not sure if you, you've heard about Five Nights at Freddy's. And then the rest of that sentence was, 
but I'd love to get a quick interview with you either way. But he was too busy yelling, stop calling here. <laughs> and then he hung up on me. Uh, so then a few hours later, uh, the guy who created Five Nights at Freddy's came out and was like, stop calling the pizza place. <laughs> this is a really weird coincidence <laughs> that you guys looked into way too much. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I guess it is right outside Fredericksville. It's not actually in <laughs> Fredericksville. So it's not a pizza place. They mainly do Chinese. <laughs> so next time we're in West Virginia, <laughs> we have to go buy an apology pizza from these poor people. <laughs> <laughs> and it, like, it was a shame because there was actually like a slideshow that was dedicated to someone who had passed away. So mm-hmm. everyone was like, this is plot. How'd she die? Oh, we got to dive into this. They were this. calling up the family. Yeah. How did your daughter die? <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was really bad for a while. Oh to, the, to the point that uh, the guy who created the game, uh, Scott, uh, he created a Reddit account just so he could go on Reddit and be like, stop, everyone. <laughs> no, stop doing it. <laughs> he's trying to stop us. He's, it's, clearly it's real. <laughs> so uh, that's what I was playing. Something that wasn't a game, but I was so invested in. Make a great horror movie. And the thing is, like, I looked back and I was like, some of these reviews are from like eight years ago. That's a pretty big hint Mm. that this wasn't set up. (laughs) Unless this guy's been planning these games for 10 years. (laughs) All right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, first, we're going to create a pizza place, (laughs) it'll be open for 26 years. Real successful pizza place. <laughs> but in any case, they did announce that uh, Five Nights at Freddy 4 will be coming out uh, on Halloween, which means expected in August, because that's what he does. Mm. Which makes us right from like two weeks ago. What didn't he mean? say he was done with Five Nights at Freddy's? And we were like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to make eight more games yeah. in three months. It's, you only have to animate eight things. <laughs> like, this is a money train. The shirts just showed up here at Adventureland. They're behind our audience right now. Don't go yeah. looking through them now. But there's some great Five Nights at Freddy's merchandise here at Adventureland. I hope this one is you have a smartphone, an iPad, and an Apple Watch. And you have to look at all of these. You're like, ah! <laughs> There's too much going on. <laughs> I hope this time you play as one of the animatronics and you Ooh. hide from the cameras. That'd I'd be, be into that. Yeah. I'd like that more. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to actually play a game that's not yeah, just be not sitting looking there at stuff and then going, ah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I'm going to watch it on YouTube mm-hmm. a, oh, yeah. a whole lot. <laughs> Are you a Five Nights at Freddy's fan? Do you know what we're talking about? I do know what you're You've talking about. I've, I've never, I've never played the game, but I know what you're so talking about. Have you watched about. other people play? Yes, because that's its primary. Yes. Yeah. Use, yeah. Find. There's yeah. only been eight people who's ever played yeah. this game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's going to do it uh, for what you're watching, what you're reading, what you're playing. Uh, you know, I, we'd like to ask uh, our guests this. We have a little bit of extra time. What would you consider your biggest nerd out moment? Just a moment where you met someone, or you were filled with just such great nerd joy. That you just, you couldn't take it. That somebody I met that made me feel like a nerd? No, no like you, <laughs> when you're filled with such great nerd uh, joy. Like I met CM Punk, that's mine, uh, and he made fun of my cosplay, just as I'd always dreamed. Mm. <laughs> I think probably for me it would be uh, Yuzo Koshiro saying hello to me during soundcheck at Mad- MAGFest. Not sure who that is. Yeah. Oh, it sounds great. He's though. a he's a composer. He uh, oh, okay. Streets of Rage. Streets oh, of Rage. Okay. Hey. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we are talking, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> what great game. So he said hello to you. That's all you got. That's all I got. And I was just like, wow. He looked at me. That's go- That's awesome. <laughs> Amazing. He was that- he was standing right there when I was sound checking. Then he was like, hey, what's up? Well, that- he didn't he didn't say it like that, but yeah, he said it all Japanese. I bet. Yeah, I can't remember what he said, but he definitely said hello. That, that that's a true geek out moment right there, just because yeah. it's just it's such a small thing. Because uh, I was in New York and I was behind the David Letterman building mm-hmm. and I saw all these photographers and I'm like, oh, let me scooch up in here and see what's going on. And I looked at the person. Next no, well, to me. a hand of plus two comedy here. <laughs> Whoa, you might get that hot tip about five minutes of Freddy's four. Uh, the person next to me was holding an X Files picture, so it was David Duchovny and whoever the hell Scully is. And I was like, oh, is David Duchovny? <laughs> Is David Duchovny going to come out? I love David Duchovny. 
and it turned out to be Scully, and I was like, oh. And then Jillian Anderson is awesome. Who? You're a terrible nerd. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because Jillian Anderson. Because I'll be honest, I I blank because I'm like I love oh, crap. <laughs> Jillian Anderson. <laughs> Well, Jillian Anderson comes out of this car. Don't say like, her name. <laughs> <laughs> Scully, How dare you? Scully comes out of this car. And I was like, ah, it's just Scully. Oh, well. And then Simon Pegg got out of the yeah, car. Yeah, that's what like, you get. <gasps> what? I, in are, my, you, are you trying to slam me that I got to see Simon Pegg? Uh, in my brain, Simon Pegg then looked at you and was like, no, you don't know who Jillian Anderson is. <laughs> get away from and me. And then he spit on me. Yeah. He said it like that, not all Englishy like he talks. <laughs> So we end all of our podcasts with a game. Uh, this week, we are putting up... Guys, I don't know if you know this. This is the first comic to ever win a Pulitzer. It's Whoa. Doonesbury. That's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> if you want some nice uh, comic strip history, it's, uh, it's a book on Doonesbury. Do you, what do you think, Will, as you thumb through it? I, I, for, I had forgotten that Doonesbury existed. Well, it does. You where's hold, their adult it's swim right there. show? You hold the proof right there. That's a good question, actually. Yeah, where yeah, is their adult good. swim show? I'm, I, let, let's that. get adult yeah. swim on the phone. <laughs> get on it, William Street. <laughs> uh, Dina, what did you bring? What, oh, for a prize? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I covered it. Well, oh, yeah, you covered it. I couldn't, I couldn't remember it was there. <laughs> um, I have some green tea Pocky with oh, a download right. code. I was really worried they were broccoli flavored. They're not broccoli flavored. I don't know what else that could be. Yeah, it looks like a big pile of green cocaine. It looks like... <laughs> I thought it was wasabi. Remember was oh, that would be cool when too. the villains from Batman That's, you know, dehydrated that, like yeah, the city council? The Turn the them into dust! Yeah, the UN! <laughs> That's what it is. You you dip it in them, and you can eat them. Yeah, just don't don't use any heavy water. <laughs> so, so to play host versus guest versus audience. I don't know math from high school, but I know the plot of that Batman movie <laughs> and Lawnmower Man. I don't think I knew the plot of Lawnmower Man. I think you did. To play those versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to bring a prize as well. What did you guys bring? This week, I see Star Trek. Oh, Star what? Wars! Whoa. Oh my what is god! It? Whoa! <laughs> been a rough day. Yeah, what a real rough day. I, I said full big. sentences backwards during this podcast. That's not I might what matters. Po- it's Jillian Anderson and Star Wars, Star Trek. I might be possessed. Ooh, it's exciting for me. <laughs> so I see Star Wars Parcheesi. No, Monopoly. Nice. I'm sorry. Get it. <laughs> Star Wars Monopoly. Is that all we're, you guys are willing to put out? Someone's digging. Digging through the wall. He's trying to get a piece there? of gum. That's all. <laughs> 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 He's giving up. Anything else? Last call. What? All that? right. I, I, I guess it's going to be Monopoly time. <laughs> all right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, we had people swoop in last week. That that has actually been a trend because that happened with Bryce as well, where Bryce picked someone and then was like, "Well, I'll swoop in." And I'm, I didn't turn your mic on yet. Go ahead. Hello. Nope. Talk a little more. Is that better? There yeah. you go. Please introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Ian. Thanks for coming on the show, Ian. <laughs> uh, we're gonna play the old plus two comedy standby. We're gonna play known for. Sweet. Do you know, basically the way this game works is I'm going to pull up an actor, actress, or director on IMDb. IMDb will list four things that they are best known for. Oh, boy. You're going to bid, name that tune style, on how many of those four you can correctly name. Okay. Okay? Now, the, the, reason, the way they figure out what they're best known for is based off of nothing. Mm-hmm. I have no mm-hmm. idea how oh. they do it. We've been playing this for years now, and we have no clue. Uh, shows, movies, sometimes. Yeah, there's TV shows in here as well. Yeah. Now, if you don't think you can go higher, you can challenge. And if they get it correct, they'll get a point. But if they get it wrong, the person who challenges will get a point. And uh, I think we should start with Jillian uh, Anderson, but I can't seem to get her <laughs> to pop up here. I'm sad they didn't change the Monopoly guy on the Star Wars Monopoly box art. <laughs> like, it should be Palpatine with a big mustache <laughs> just pop like, ah! <laughs> How does Jillian Anderson spell her name? Is it with a G? It's with a G. Ah, uh, there we go. You are a terrible <laughs> nerd. Terrible nerd. <laughs> of the four things Jillian Anderson is known for, how many can you name Will? 
<laughs> gonna go with one. Ah, good call. Uh. Dino? You can go higher or you can challenge. I can only really think of one other thing at all, and it's certainly not what she would be best known for, so I would say challenge? What is what does that mean again? <laughs> Alright. Well give me one of the things uh, that Gillian Anderson is best known for. I'm gonna say the X Files. Yeah. Alright. Well, there we go. The four things that Gillian Anderson series. is known for are Princess Mononoke. Huh. Oh. The last King of Scotland. Hmm. Oh yeah. X Files the movie. Wait a minute. Uh oh. That's not a that's not a se- that's not a different thing. Yes it is. What there is, is a different there okay. is a movie. Yeah. And X-Files, the second movie. Ah! The TV show does not appear what? on this list. What? I know. It is ridiculous. That's a point for Dino. This is so, well, wait, wait, how is that a point for me? Because you challenged yeah, him. You, you got challenged me. Oh, I challenged you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see how this works. The only other thing I could even think of that wasn't the X-Files movies... Uh, I guess she did a rap song or a trip hop song or that something. She like exp- on there, yeah. yeah. Did she? She did. It's called oh. Extremists. Ah, I believe you because I don't know anything she's done. Check it out. It's uh, horrible. So we're going to start with Ian this time. We'll go to Dino. We'll switch directions. Okay. And uh, we brought up Simon Pegg. So let's do Simon Pegg. Oh gosh. Uh, I can name two. Two, Dino. Mm. I can't name anything. Can't name anything. I cannot name anything. I guess that's a challenge. You'd, that. it's a cha- you'd have to you'd have to show me a picture of who this person is. I'd you know what's sad? Maybe mm. well, you'll know right after. He, that's not a good picture. No, that's <laughs> a terrible picture. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I'll challenge. It's a challenge, Ian. Okay. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. He's the guy from Shaun of the Dead. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. And uh, Hot Fuzz. Good answer. Uh, the four things that Simon Pegg is known for are Shaun of the Dead, Space Paul. Pieces. Mission Impossible mm. and Hot Fuzz. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's a point for Ian. I'll take suggestions from the crowd. Star Trek didn't make that list. Star Trek did not make the list. I, I almost yeah, said Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> Kelly Ripa's not in Star Trek. <laughs> I'm 90% sure. What an interesting choice. Kelly Ripa. <laughs> I'm trying to think what mine would be. Let's see. Uh, uh, we'll start with Will and we'll go to Dino again. Oh, boy. Of the four <laughs> things. Oh, my goodness. Of the four things that uh, Kelly Ripa is known for, how many can you name? Will. I'm pretty sure she wasn't in Star Trek. <laughs> is zero still a thing? Can I pass you, you, that buck? You can say zero. I'm going to say zero. Gosh, me too. No, you have to go higher <laughs> than I have to zero. go higher? Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, 0.04. You'd have to name point zero four of a yeah. thing she's been in. Um, <laughs> I would need the first two letters of something. <laughs> uh, W-I? All right. Let's, I want to allow this. <laughs> I guess Will's going to allow this. <laughs> so I guess it's going to go to Ian. I, I need I, a whole number. I think I can name one. <laughs> there you go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to challenge. Okay. All right. Uh, live with Kelly and uh, who's on there now? Mike, Michael, See, I didn't Strahan. Know idea, I don't know. <laughs> All right. In my brain, I was like Regis and Kathy Lee. No, that doesn't make yeah. sense. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think she's either of them. The the four things Kelly Ripa is known for are uh, a very it's a very mu- Muppet Merry Christmas hmm. movie, <laughs> cheaper by the dozen, something that just says Walt Disney, and that's all I can <laughs> see. Which is almost WI. I was excited. Oh, and it says live with Regis or live with Kelly. I just want to make sure it's the full. Yes, live with Kelly and Michael. So that is a point nice. for Ian. There you go. There you go. Thank you. She was in Broad City, but I didn't think that'd make the list. No. She was also in one of the animated Batman movies. <laughs> what? Which, Which I just found out. Which uh, one? Mystery of the Batwoman. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. She was not, also not in All My Children. That's no. where she no, got that's her way start. It was All My Children. Remember? I do. I do that. I do remember that now. Remember All My Children? <laughs> uh, so we got Avengers coming out. Let's do an Avenger. Let's do, um, let's do Jeremy Renner. Uh, and we're going to start with Dino because he didn't get to participate. <laughs> I'm going to lose this game. <laughs> and we're going to go to Will. You got a point. You're doing well. I have one point. He almost got point four of a point. Of the four yeah. things Jeremy Renner is known for, how many can you name? 
can you can you lie in this game? That's yeah. That's you shouldn't start by asking. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that hurts your bluff. But you okay. can't. You can bluff. All right. Uh. <laughs> Try to make up for it with there's a good a face. Lot, there's a lot of shrugging <laughs> and ducklets going say, on uh, right now. One. One. Oh, he's positive on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Goes to Will. Yes. Ooh. I'm, I'm gonna mess up. I'm gonna say two. Two. Ian. You want to do three? Do you? Do I, you want? I'm thinking. Uh, I'm going to try three. Ooh. Ooh. Dino, do you want to do all four? <laughs> Good answer. He shook his head violently. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, I need three things that Jeremy Renner is known for. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to say uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure if it would be in yet. But it probably is. Yeah. Hmm. Um, the Hurt Locker. Okay. And the original Avengers. All right. The four things Jeremy Renner is known for are The Hurt Locker. Nice. The Avengers, American Hustle, (laughs) and The Bourne Identity. Ah, That's the other one. I was betting on that. I would have gotten it wrong. I was like, I forget which Bourne he's in. I would (laughs) have said supremacy. I wouldn't have said the right one either. I think it's like The Bourne Identity Legacy or something. Uh, yeah, it, it might it be the Born legacy. legacy. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw Born, and I was like, "That's good enough." It was an RA move. That's enough information. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a point for Dino. Dino, you have two points. You're doing great. How did I get a point? You challenged. You're dark horse. <laughs> you, you refused to say anything. Yeah, yeah that gone. is the best way to play this game. <laughs> yeah. Which means we will start with Will. God bless America. And go to mm-hmm. Dino. Yes. And uh, anyone want to throw a suggestion out there? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry is a great idea. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. There he is. Will. Yes. What things Tyler Perry is known for? What can you, how many can you name? Say one. One. Dino. How many Tyler Perry movies do you know? How many, how many Tyler Perry movies do I know? Uh, what do you think? Also one, I'd say. Well, you, again, <laughs> I have to go higher. Again, oh, you to need higher? to pick up. No more fractions. Gosh. Yeah, I, I allowed it the one time. I wanted to see where it would go. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to challenge, too. All right. All right. That's a pro play. Yeah. You can win right now. I was tempted. You might be the winner of this million game. million movies <laughs> out I know. There. It's tough. And I want to. I don't remember the full title of Medea versus Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to go with Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Yeah. Solid choice. The, the four That's things that... Uh, <laughs> Tyler Perry is known for are, for better or worse, Temptation, uh, I yeah. Can Do Bad All By Myself, oh. and Diary of a Man yeah! Black Woman. Well well done. Thank you. Thank you. There, there goes finishing on time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's see. What should we do? What should gonna we make do? I'm going to edit this down. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I got, a, I got a crazy one. Let's do Alfred Hitchcock. Ooh, crowd's about this. Alfred Hitchcock. All right, we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with Ian on this one, and then we'll go to Will. Uh, I'm going to start with two. Ooh, two. Ooh. What are you thinking, Will? I'm going to say three. Ooh. Dino, you want to go all four? It's less of a violent head shake this time. <laughs> slow, slow head shake. And I can't say three. No. I can't, say, I can't say two? Stop taking no. my answer. No. You can, can't go back down. You can <laughs> say, go back down. You can say four or you can challenge. Uh, I guess I'll challenge. Gee whiz. All, All right. right. I'm going to go with Psycho. Okay. Uh, the Birds and uh, Vertigo. Ooh. The four films Alfred Hitchcock is known for are Psycho, Vertigo, Rear, Rear Window, window. Uh, and North by Northwest. Ah, I mean, it's Dino sorry, is our winner. Give it up for Dino. I, I won by not knowing anything yeah, about I, popular you played culture. It? Yeah, strategy. It's important. I think <laughs> I think he pulled an ultimate bluff by asking if he could bluff. <laughs> <laughs> and then making a silly face. Give it up for Ian for coming up here. Thank you so much Thank for you. Ian. Thank you. So those are your prizes. You just won Monopoly mine? and your own uh, pocket ah. <laughs> Be excited, Dino. No, no, no. I mean, th- I was going, oh, about this. Okay, somebody take it. Oh, whoa. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, Dino, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? I think that's some kind of download code for Yo, something. Oh, yeah, there's a download code in well, there. 
Give it. You can, yeah, you, you can download you more Broccoli Pocky. If you want, I can read it triangle, on the air. Triangle, triangle. Yeah, let's. Yeah, yeah. Give it. To, give it to this guy. Okay, uh, give it to even. Yeah, yeah. It's an album download. Yeah, hey, just got the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, just the game is coming out on the sixth. It's in like a week, about yeah. a week. High Strangeness on Wii U and Steam and. Uh, Cheap Dinosaurs Full Band has a show on May 23rd, Saturday, at the Boot and Saddle in Philadelphia, 21+. plus. Uh, website, Twitter, or anything like that? Twitter, Cheap Dinosaurs. Website, CheapDinosaurs.com. That's about it. And Cheap Dinosaurs Twitter is me. It's Direct on- access It's to only you. me. <laughs> it's in my you pocket. You alone. Dino, thank you so much for doing the show. We greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Uh, Will, anything to add? Uh, look for my uh, GoFundMe uh, foundation for my new broccoli flavored pocky line. Mm. Ooh. Po- broccoli. <laughs> broccoli. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. <laughs> Took me almost the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, upcoming shows, but we are back on the 14th. We're going to have the creator of Cluster Puck 99, Nick Madonna, on the show. On the 21st, we have the Old City Sideshow. On the 28th, we have Joe Pardo from the Dreamers podcast. And on June 4th, we have Lonnie from Too Many Games. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. Give us five stars on Stitchers. Be sure to make us the podcast of the month on podcastland.com. And you know what? Like us on Facebook and tell us that we're cool. It makes send, us- send us art. Yeah, send us art. It makes us feel really nice. We greatly appreciate that. And as always, we would like to thank Ben Affleck for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. You'll always be daredevil to me. (laughs) This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much. (laughs) 